Good evening. You're listening to EI Africa Speaks Podcast. Thank you for joining us. And the title of today's podcast is Science of the Darkness and the Light. A brother and I were building a few months back and he had had all kinds of questions that he proposed to me that I answered. We discussed several things. He had asked me to quote unquote teach him. Now anybody that knows me know that I don't like the title teacher. I consider myself to be more of a guide. I'm gonna guide you into being able to, I can help guide you into being able to guide yourself to giving birth to the master teacher that dwells within you. So during the conversation, I got the inkling to ask him a specific question. I asked him to define light without giving examples of light in the definition. I told him that we can keep it elementary and start with the biblical introduction of light as a metaphysical starting point. He pondered for a second and then began to give me his answers that were exactly what I asked him not to give, examples of light. We ended the conversation that day with him saying that he would get back with me on his answer. For the next three days, he called me at least twice a day to give me a new answer. Each one I picked apart and showed the error in its components. Finally, after those three days, I decided to give him my definition. And that's the foundation of today's podcast. We're discussing the darkness, the science of the darkness and the light. Light is defined by Webster as the natural agent that stimulates sight and makes things visible. There are other definitions as well. There are those that define it as an adjective and a verb. We're discussing the definition of light as a noun. Even the definition is given, it's not all encompassing when considering light as a noun and all uses of the word as a noun. When I asked the brother to define the word, I told him that I was already aware, of course, of what Google says the definition of it is. I wanted him to define it in his own words, based on his level of knowing. Now my definitions were as follows. First, light is the first creation. It is the visible manifestation of the procreation of darkness and willpower. Based on the biblical use of the phrase and the scientific principles of the speed of light and sound, sound is the shadow twin of light coming into being. Now my second definition is light is the first visible manifestation of thought. If the speed of light is faster than the speed of sound, then light is seen first and then the sound of it is heard. You will see an atomic bomb detonate before you feel the blast and hear it. 
even when thinking of or you having an idea, they say the light comes on. You think of it, the light comes on and then the sound, then you birth it, then we hear it, what you were just thinking. So the term, the phrase, let there be light, it's sound and then there was light is what uh, the scripture says. So light came from darkness and willpower. It is the procreation of darkness and willpower. Now sound is also the procreation of darkness and willpower, but it is the non-visible manifestation of this procreation. We can see it as a shadow or follower, after effect of the procreation of darkness and willpower. We can even go deeper and say that it isn't an after effect, but it is created at the same time as the light, only it operates at a slower speed. So its manifestation isn't heard at the same time that the light manifestation is seen. The thought occurs almost simultaneously as the word is spoken. But you don't hear the word. You don't see the thought. You see the manifestation of the thought. You hear the manifestation of the thought. So, like I said, almost simultaneously, yet it is slower. Now, biblically, it first says in Genesis 1.26, let us create man in our image. That is the thought. Genesis 1.27 says, so God created man in his image. Male and female created he them. That is the manifestation. It spoke of them being created at the same time in this verse. So it is speaking of two principles equal in their creation. We can say light and sound created they them. Positive and negative created they them. Proton and electron created they them. Male and female created they them. So let's start all the way from the top. In the beginning and also eternally existing was the darkness and willpower. Willpower and darkness gave birth to light and divine logos. The divine logos is an after or simultaneous effect of the visible manifestation of light because the speed of light travels faster than the speed of sound. The sound effect is the slower birth twin of light. It is a reflective principle of the coming into being of the light. They can be seen as twins even in some dimension of thought. Biblically, the Bible says that the divine logos was God and that the son was God, both being quote unquote God. Why? Because they're twin principles. Willpower and darkness is manifested as light and sound. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So the word being with God is the word existing in the darkness is thought. Genesis 1:26. The word was God, meaning the word manifested as light and sun or sound because it was the procreation of the heavenly mother and father. The word was God. The mother is the darkness. And the father is the willpower. The sound 
or word, divine logos, was also God because it too is the procreation of the same act. The sound that is heard after the light is seen. The word was with God and the word was God. And we're going to stop right here and take a break. Get some ads going through here and we'll be right back and pick up the conversation. The mother is the darkness and the father is the willpower. The male ejaculates into the darkness. The spark or power of will is implanted into the darkness of the eternal portal. That is the womb. The darkness procreated with willpower to give birth to visible light and non -vis and sound being another effect of the procreation. We can compare this to the Yoruba hierarchy of gods. Olodumare, the threefold being, sits as supreme head. Then you have the Iyami, or the darkness of the great womb, the Odu. From that womb were birthed the Irumole, which are the beings of light, whom all creation dawned from. This being so, my question is, why does one see the sun as the greatest principle when it has a beginning? Will we not be more grateful for that which procreated and gave birth to the light and sound? If one was to take the book known as the Bible allegorically and metaphysically, then we can have a greater understanding of scientific principles. The darkness was eternal. The sun has a beginning. What is the darkness? What is the incubation ground that must house and nourish all before being birthed? It is the womb of the great mother. It is the divine feminine principle. No thing in creation can exist here without first coming through the portal of her internal and eternal darkness. The balance of light and darkness, or mother and son, must be attained. To honor one and not the other would be redundant. Now, if we have been taught that all darkness is evil, then surely anything that is birthed from said darkness is evil as well. But they have you praising the Son of God, and you negate the darkness, which is a more ancient principle. So if the darkness is evil, then you should conclude that the sun is also evil. They have you honoring the sun and rebuking the darkness in Christianity. This is how one was made to curse themselves. Women were removed from their rightful place in church, state, and mind. And that had a ripple effect across time. This is what we must correct. We must elevate ourselves from the place we reside and be energy in motion once again. Never being complacent with where we are and ever rising. Everything goes back to darkness. At the end of a movie, all fades to black. In the beginning, there was nothingness. That all-encompassing nothingness, that darkness, is us, sisters. Don't you forget it. Know it and represent it. No matter what, you must know the power that you hail from. When enough of us as black women wake up, the game is over. It's not about race, it's about facts. 
You are the darkness that gave birth to the light. Apply that in every dimension of thought that you can possibly contemplate and meditate on it. Until next time, I'll leave you with don't follow me. I only come to lead you to lead yourself into being the best version of you that you can possibly be. And since today, the subject matter we were discussing or the topic of today's discussion was science of the light and dark, I'm going to end with this poem that I wrote, Awakening the Dark. I hail from the triple blackness of the cosmos, personified in this flesh that you now behold. My solar origin is from the sun behind the sun. At one time you beheld me not. I am the hidden one. You tarnished my image, took my title, and rocked me to sleep with your spellbinding root works. Did you not consider that I would awaken and identify your face as being my captor? <laughs> oh, I am great. Your stolen magic could not restrain my eternal recollection of self for long. Only for a time, and then you will be not. You see, I am the black goddess who was dead, yet is risen, the bringer of a new science. I am the grand mathematician, giving off ether emissions with each thought that I project with each literary composition. Its content highly flammable, showing great erudition. I speak from the god particle all Nubian women have embedded in them. Yet my model is a limited edition. For I am the enforcer of spiritual petitions, signed in the blood of a million ancestors on a mission, and I arrive with in hand my writ of prohibition. I am the scales of justice, the power that resurrects us, Miss Ruach HaKodesh, yes, the one they disguised, hid, and took out the trinity. Creation can't take place without the feminine energy. You've seen me sitting untouched for eons, deified as the Sphinx. I was that voice in church whispering, this don't make no sense. Just think, if you were waiting for something else, then you've been hoodwinked. For I'm the fire-breathing fire, the one they identify with the ancient matriarch. I am the great mother who awakens the dark when I turn on their lights, causing pineals to illuminate, giving vehicles headlights. I create earthquakes where no fault lies. Call me fire, for I am ubiquitous in nature. Better yet, I prefer the nomenclature of birther of the indigo, her highness golden ratio. 1.61 perfect, left hand of the grand architect. I am the Ma and Mason, the Yah and Jason, unraveling these mysteries with an intelligent articulation. I create galactic connections with my encrypted word flowing. And if you kill this flesh, my people will be free because my ascension and presence amongst the ancestors that are we will genetically spread ancient knowledge like the hundred monkey theory. 
and they will then know that the earth is my womb and the darkness of space, the walls of my sarcophagus entombed. The sky will roll away when the lid is removed and they will rule again when my body is exhumed, being quick and faster than light speed, creating a sonic boom. If they would just use the tools and unearth the jewels that I genetically gave them when I went inside myself and manifested in this realm. Ashe. Thank you.